You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Thursday. October the 29th, I'm the mega fan Lucas Smith, your host for the show. Got a uh, conversation between Sean, uh, Jeff, and I from Locked On Reds. Jeff, Locked On Cubs, Sean, um, coming up to share with you part three of three coming up in just a little bit. But do I want to talk about uh, some news that broke last night of Colton Wong, uh, Cardinals declining his option. Uh, It was... An unfortunate move, to say the least. I think that most Cardinal fans are upset at this for, for a multitude of different reasons, whether they're upset because you think he should have stayed or because he's a Cardinal favorite or whatever it might be. Um, it, it, it's an unfortunate move, and someone who's had a lot of good moments for St. Louis really embrace the Cardinal culture. He's been there seven years. I think it's it, you know it's hard to believe that he, he's gone from a guy that he was remembered for being picked off in Game 4 of the 2013 World Series and then now he he goes to one of the best Cardinal defensive second basemen really of all time, uh, if if you want to break it down. But definitely one of the best second basemen in the league, defensively top five probably, uh, but one of the best best second basemen. It, it's tough to see him go. This is an, an easy way for St. Louis to to not break the bank. I mean, yes, Gold Glover with with a, with a plus bat for twelve and a half million dollars would be a you know a pretty good price to pay for it, but. If you're trying to cut the budget, then this is you know an easy way to do it. You save an eleven and a half million dollars with the million dollar buyout. Um, so I think I'll get into and you know get get deeper into in, in coming shows is kind of the ownership and how they might go about this and where that money might go. I think that this money has to go into an impact bat. Letting Colton Wong walk was probably the right move. A tough move, but probably a right move, especially financially. But this money cannot be wasted. If at the end of the offseason, all the Cardinals have to show for is re-signing Molina and Wainwright and not getting an impact bat, then this is a bad move for St. Louis. And I think that this money needs to go towards an impact bat and it needs to go towards improving the offense. Whether we it goes towards an infielder, outfielder, that can we can debate that, but I think everybody agrees it needs to go towards an impact bat. I do want to share a couple of comments from you guys on the uh, Instagram and, and Twitter, Instagram and Twitter pages that I, that I will share and kind of address a couple of different questions. First, from the Twitter page at CardinalsFan022 says, "If we don't sign Wong, we could finish below or finish as a 500 team." I think that, that that's a that's a valid argument. What Wong what what excuse me what Wong brings to the table. Say that ten times fast. What he brings to the table is could be argued as irreplaceable, especially defensively. So I think that that, that that's an interesting take. But I think that uh, at Cardinals fan zero two two, Cowley's underscore eighteen is another name that is on top of it. Um, I think that if, if they put this money, like I said, towards another impact bat. I think that, that that can help a lot. Um, Austin Foster at Razor Wolf 2012 says his defense is nearly irreplaceable. I agree, Austin. I don't want to see him gone, but I also don't want to have to pay a huge price tag for him. I agree. I think that that was a big, uh, big motivation into why they 
they as in the Cardinals let Wong walk is that they didn't want the twelve and a half million dollars. And again, twelve and a half million dollars for what they for for what he brings to the table might be a steal, might be nice, but at the same time, maybe they try and renegotiate um, a, a trade, maybe or not a trade, rather a a contract. Maybe they sign a, a team friendly contract to keep him for even longer and not deal with it next year when they can make bigger moves next year. Trying to sign him to a team friendly contract. Now, who knows? But um, if they do reassign them, it's going to have to be for a uh, a good price for the team. Uh, maybe not necessarily for the best for Wong, but best for the team. Over to the Instagram t- uh, comments now at Sammy.C underscore 18. Um, in his PG version of the comment says, um, Colton Wong is the best defensive second baseman in baseball and an average offensive player. Uh, letting him go would uh, make this a 500 team at best. Uh, might, might be, that might be the same guy. Uh, Sammy. Uh, so I appreciate the comment, Sammy. Um, but I think that, um, yeah, Colton Wong is one of the better defensive second basemen in the league, and it's tough to to see him walk. Um, they're gonna they're they're gonna take a hit defensively, even if Evan fills in second base, which I think he can comparably do. They're definitely gonna take a hit. Um, Cooper Dar also commented on the Instagram post. I meant to comment back to you, Cooper. So I apologize. I can't say what you said. Um, just want to keep this PG, but he uh, Cooper was not happy with the front office, which I understand. Um, uh, he thought the front office was was not smart. Is a nice way of putting it, and I understand that that's that 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 feeling. Um, but hopefully, fingers crossed, this offense or that this front office can take this sec uh, this subtraction of Wong and put that money elsewhere, maybe a, an outfield bat or. I know. Maybe they sign an infield free agent. Who knows? But hopefully they, they got to put this money elsewhere, like I said, or it's a wasted move. So uh, appreciate the comments as well, always. Uh, keep, keep them coming. I will try and uh, do do more comment stuff as well. Um, LO underscore Cardinals is the social media handles for Twitter and Instagram. Locked on Cards is the email. You can email that at any time. So that will do it for my Colton Wong take. Uh, also be on the lookout for Tony LaRusa. Might possibly, excuse me, be hired as a White Talks manager, so I will definitely react to that if that happens. Follow me on Twitter, LJ Fastball. But enough about me. We will go ahead and uh, play the conversation between Sean, Jeff, and I. Locked on Reds is Jeff. Locked on Cubs is Sean. Hope you enjoy part three of the mini NL Central crossover episode. Uh, been two great conversations with these guys. Hope you enjoy part three of the mini NL Central crossover. That's uh, that's how I feel too, and I, I think for like postseason, we've seen over these last couple of years. Like obviously, home runs have happened, and that that's going to always be a way you're going to score runs in the postseason. But when you're going up against the best pitchers in baseball, and so the you know, team's best starters consistently, maybe even on short rest, like you need guys that can that can hit the ball and, and put it in play consistently, and not just necessarily smash the crap out of the ball. And that's kind of what I feel like the Cubs do. On, on top of not hitting the ball in play either, they're really good at smashing deep fly ball outs um <laughs> that's that's awesome and that's great a lot of times uh because they do turn into home runs but Especially when everyone's the lot yeah yeah <laughs> who knows when that'll happen it could change from the third <laughs> to the fifth inning um at Wrigley Field but third or the fourth even <laughs> yeah geez or even mid-inning um but uh you know you you just need those type of bats that profile well as contact hitters that 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 do find gaps that do keep the ball and play keep the offense rolling that type of bat is is key and we're, we're seeing the reds have a ton of those bats um 
it, it yeah. feels like everyone in their lineup can do a little bit of everything. But mm-hmm. I, I think the biggest thing for both this Reds and Dodgers team is you've got a ton of versatility and you've got a lot of depth. Because, like, I mean, like, Chris Taylor has been on that Dodgers team for, like, what it feels like five years now. I don't even know. He might not be on that team anymore. He, I think he is still. <laughs> but, Taylor, like, just, yeah, like, he is. one of those guys who's just, like, I mean, in 20, was it 2017 or even 2016 was, like, incredible in that postseason run. And you're just, like, what, what is this guy? Like, what, <laughs> like, Kike Hernandez steps yeah. up in those moments. Like, you have yeah. those guys who were just – been on this team for a little bit but I've, 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 I've maybe not accepted but know what the role is so when it comes postseason they, they know the little things they need to do like every Cubs fan loves to mention Ben Zobris bunting in that game five against the Giants in 2016 that that kicked off the <laughs> or the game four against the Giants that kicked off them scoring and and they walk off and win that series and then end up obviously going to the World Series and all that those little things like that while you know, I don't recommend bunting all the time. <laughs> it's those little things like that that really help kickstart an offense. Mm-hmm. And as great as a home run can be, sometimes it's more important to have a guy that can hit the gaps. Yeah, because a not home run, a.k.a. a 300-foot fly ball that falls into somebody's glove, that's still one out. Yeah, gosh. The amount of times I heard people saying, oh, Kyle Schwarber's really hitting the ball hard for hard outs. It's like, yeah, but they're <laughs> outs, man. Like, I get, you know, exit velocity is important and everything, and that's great. But if you're going to hit 110 mile an hour into the shift, like, what are we doing? Like, come on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that matters, too. Like, you know, you can hit a ball 100 miles an hour off the bat, but if it goes 342 feet for an out, that's a lot different than, like, oh, I had a line drive to the third baseman that was just unlucky. I think right. that matters more. Like, if you're going to hit a ball hard, hit a line drive. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, right, and th- that's more of a traditionalist sense of, of the game of not always going for launch angle and things like that. But I think when, when you look at hard outs, the hard outs to right to a fielder or you know on a line drive impressed me more than a loud out that went 334 feet to the track. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there with you, and it feels like I think we all kind of collectively feel the same way about our offenses, which is uh, <laughs> they, uh, they didn't do what they were supposed to, and they did a lot of things they definitely weren't supposed to do. So, um, I guess one, uh, one final question here before we wrap up. Um, I guess if there's one thing you're looking at coming into 2021 for this club, like what's one thing that maybe people aren't talking about, but you are personally really excited about that maybe fans should be paying attention to. Um, I'll start with you, Jeff, if you want to kick us off. Of course you will. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think um, when, it, when it comes to what everyone's not talking about, there, there's a lot that people are talking about with this offseason with, with the Reds because it's very uh, fork-in-the-road type offseason when you look at yeah. the president of baseball ops, Dick Williams, stepping down, Nick Crawl being promoted – who he's been within the organization for 18 years. So he knows the lay of the land. He's not coming in cold here. But at the same token, there's a lot of things that Dick Williams began that he's got to make sure he not only continues, but continues the positive upward momentum. And how do you do that in a climate where you can almost see the Reds shedding payroll instead of adding payroll? So you look in-house at some of the options. I think one guy that some of us are talking about, but most people have kind of uh, written off is Nick Senzel. He is a guy that constantly shows that when he's healthy, he can play well, but nobody knows when he's going to be healthy. He's not shown consistency in that department. And now most of it has been just obscure stuff. He's not re-injuring the same thing. Like it's not like he's got a bum shoulder that just keeps cropping up or a, weak knee 
it's, oh, he's got an ankle. Oh, he's got a wrist. Oh, he's got an arm. Oh, he's got a finger. Now he's got a toe. Now he's got a knee. It's like all over the place. And this past season, you know, with all the COVID stuff going around, he missed a lot of time that really wasn't explained, although I think everybody kind of has their own, um, you know, thoughts <laughs> about that. I've seen, so, I've seen some, uh, some interesting threads on Twitter about Nick Senzel, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you look at 2021 and you say, well, I want to see him with this amount of batting average, this amount of home runs. I almost – and I know this is almost going to sound sacrilegious, but I almost don't care about that. I want to see him play at least 140 games. That's all I want to see. Right. Because yeah. I think if you get that amount of playing time, the other numbers come with it. I don't want to be at the end of 2021 and say, well, okay, so he played 80 games. So what's he going to be like in 2022? Because the question we've had going into 2020, the questions we had going into 2019, and even the questions coming into 2018 is – is this kid healthy? Is he going to be able to be on the field to produce for the Reds? And we have those same questions in 2021. More from Jeff, Sean, and I in just a moment, but I do want to tell you about rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com today to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, and it's delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. There, there is very much a little bit of a Byron Buxton feel to, to Nick Senzel yes. at this point. Um, maybe not to the same extent because we've seen Buxton really produce at a high level and he's healthy. But Senzel's that guy that really, like, if he's hitting and, and, and playing like the top prospect everyone thought he is, like, that Reds team looks a lot different because he, yep. is, he is a superstar, like, athlete. He has that potential in him. So I, I'm hoping for him. I, I like Senzel. I thought – I know when uh, Ryan and I talked to you last time to, to preview this season, Jeff, and then it got canceled and then, you know, everything yeah. just went, <laughs> went to the, the crapper. But uh, we, the big thing for you, you were talking a lot about Senzel, and we were, we were high on him too. We thought he could be – if healthy, he, he changes the dynamic of that team. Um, yeah, not to be a broken record about saying the same thing that I told you and Sean, you and Ryan. It's like, yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, he's really the straw that stirs the drink. They've got a lot of good hitters in this lineup, but if he's on, he's he's the guy that keeps everything kind of gelled together. So hopefully, he's healthy next year. Yeah, Lucas, uh, you are wonderful. I appreciate all the work you do. <laughs> no. What do you um? What what what's uh? What's something you're looking forward to for 2021 with this Cardinals team? I'm really looking forward to, honestly, um, seeing what moves they make in the offseason. You, you mentioned, you know, something that not a lot of people are talking about. Something that not a lot of people are talking about is the fact that the Cardinals have very minimum amount in their payroll. Um, 
the minimum yeah. amount of money to make in this offseason, rather. Um, they, they have some bad contracts on the books in Fowler and, and Matt Carpenter. So I think that while, you know, even I mentioned that Springer's a good option, it's more likely that they get more of like a Jock Peterson or, or a tier two kind of guy. But I, I am looking forward to, for Dylan Carlson for a full season of him after having some, some success in, in his second call up. Because, like I said, Earlier, the fact that Goldschmidt has little to no protection for a full season really hindered him whenever Brad Miller forgot how to hit a baseball or oh, whenever man. Paul DeYoung goes through his you know, month-long stretches of hitting 200. Um, so I think if Carlson can find a way to be somewhat consistent and, and can be a threat, then I think that Paul Goldschmidt has protection and it forces guys to pitch to Paul Goldschmidt. Because it's very easy to get Goldschmidt out whenever you don't have to pitch to him. You throw him breaking balls in the dirt, you walk him in all these different baseball things. But I think that Carlson will, will, will provide some, some nice, some much-needed protection. And I really think the guy that doesn't get talked about a lot at all, in my opinion, in, in terms of Cardinal fan base, Paul DeYoung, the shortstop for St. Louis. I think he's going to really step into his own this year. He, he has struggles of consistency. I think when he, he, uh, in the last month of the season, he hit like 202, and the, the 15 games prior, he hit like 330 um, this season. So I think that he struggles a lot with consistency. But if he can be a solid 5-6 guy in, the, in that lineup, I really like what he can do with the bat, and he can go through stretches of everything. But I think he steps into his own. And, and, and if those two guys can provide some protection for Goldschmidt and maybe the Cardinals get another uh, player, like, you know, like, like I said, like, like a Jack Peterson, maybe a Justin Turner, then I like what the uh, Cardinals can look like in 2021. But if I'm a Cardinals fan, I'm really not holding my breath for that big, giant offseason splash. That might come in 2021 when they have a little bit more room in their payroll. Yeah, that's uh, that's what it feels like for me, and I think a lot of teams are going to kind of operate under that guise. Whereas they're just kind of like if if you're kind of like at the Cardinals, where you're you're not at a crossroads, you're not at necessarily a transition year, but you're obviously kind of you're not quite the team you're going to be if you're if you're going to compete in a couple of years. You would probably see them play it safe, figure out what you have, and maybe certain guys and make that move. But um, I, I think you hit the nail on the head there, Lucas. It, it's really strange when you're watching a Cardinals game and Paul Goldschmidt comes up and batting cleanup is Brad Miller. Like yeah. what? <laughs> like <laughs> that dude's more famous for not wearing batting gloves than anything else. Like I, I, uh, it was just weird to see him as a cleanup hitter. He hit well, actually, surprisingly. I mean, I think he, I think he was right on, uh, he might've led the Cardinals in RBI or maybe I think he was just behind him with Goldschmidt, but, mm-hmm. um, like, yeah, that's not, <laughs> that's not very good luck. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I agree with you. I think getting some protection, but, uh, Paul DeYoung's a guy that I, I think, a lot better than I think people give him credit for. He's a very underrated shortstop too. Very good at the position, a lot better than I think people give him credit for. He does oh, commit absolutely. some errors um, and that'll happen. But so does Javi Baez. Javi Baez commits a ton of errors and no one talks about that. So, um, because but, Javi Baez. Look at how good he tags people. I mean, oh yeah. My did you see his tag? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I agree with you. I think, I think getting, getting someone figuring out where, Goldschmidt falls into this role. Maybe you get experience from for someone like Carlson. But I, I the biggest things you guys mentioned on is getting young players at bats. It's insane. I, the biggest example I always point to is, is is Anthony Rizzo, who came up and got traded to the Cubs from San Diego and couldn't hit left-handed pitching. He played two seasons, and all of a sudden he was kind of okay at hitting left-handed pitching. And it's almost like if you do it enough times, you might get better. I don't know why baseball's so yeah. against not giving some of these guys the plate appearances. And I get playing matchups is key. Joe Madden did that a ton with those young guys. But now you look at a lot of these young guys, they don't really have the skills to be a complete baseball player. They're just really good at X, Y, and Z and not a complete guise of it. So I, I think getting 
experience is important. But um, if I had to, I guess, pick something I'm looking forward to for the Cubs in 2021, um, my big thing would be uh, I, I hope we see more progression with, uh, with Wilson Contreras behind the plate. He made massive strides this year in framing. He went from being one of the worst catchers to being one of the better ones, if not one of the best in the National League last year in framing. Small sample size, but just insane to see that jump. I'm looking forward to watching Matt. Um, the other thing I'm interested in is uh, the Cubs got kind of different with their bullpen this year. Um, more so than they ever have. They usually went with a lot of younger or older guys who don't throw very hard, but just knew how to pitch in big moments. The Cubs kind of went the opposite. A lot of guys who have crazy stuff, but maybe not the best control of it at different times. And they got good results after maybe a couple rough few weeks. So I'm, I'm excited for that. If they can show they can develop players in that regard, maybe that means they don't have to trade guys like Aloy Jimenez and um, Dylan Cease anymore to get pitching. Um, And that's really, that's really what set this Cubs team back. So if they can solve that issue, that, that makes me feel good about 2021 and further. I like it, man. It's it's been an interesting season. This whole shortened idea. It's like we mentioned. It was basically like watching the months of April and May, and uh, hopefully here in twenty twenty one we'll get a few more months on top Gosh. of that. Because fingers crossed. Yes, fingers crossed. It was it good was to rough. talk to you guys, though. Yeah, yeah, of well. course. Yeah. If you guys aren't following our us on Twitter, you can follow Lucas on Twitter at Lucas J Fastball and follow, of course, LJ Fastball. LJ Jesus. I said Lucas J Fastball. That's funny. <laughs> LJ Fastball. Gosh, I'm all over the place. And then L O underscore Cardinals. You can follow the handle for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff Carr is at uh, at Jeff Carr. Fall Locked On Reds on Twitter, both that Jeff Carr and Locked On Reds. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sean R. Sears. You can follow Locked On Cubs at Locked On Cubs. And then if you want to give Ben and uh our lockdown, I actually I don't think I know we get introduced to the Cardinals or the uh the Ethan Smith. Pirates. Is it Ethan Smith? Let me. Ethan Smith, yeah. I'll just say that so we can edit it, and he doesn't have to know that I didn't know his name. Uh, <laughs> and I think they're LO Pirates, too, but let me double check. And yeah, well, we, 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 as you looked that up, Sean, we, we, we mentioned all the, the struggles offensively for really all of our team at certain parts of the year. And um, a saying that you know better probably than any of us, there's always next year for, our, for all of our teams. There's always yes. always. Well, I think uh, one thing that was weird, and uh, I, I saw some of the lockdown or some of the athletic guys diving into this too. It did feel like the pitchers were more ready for baseball mm-hmm. this year than it did the hitters, and uh, it was at least a little reassuring when I would go on like Twitter and just search MLB and see other people complaining about their team's offenses too. Because man, did I feel like I was yelling at my TV a lot about people missing fastballs or swinging at pitches they shouldn't have. But <laughs> right, just hit the ball. Oh, it's so easy. Uh, not really. Um, but you can uh, you can follow Ethan Smith, who is obviously the uh, Lockdown Pirates host. You can follow obviously. Lockdown Pirates. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> and then uh, Ben Larson, you can follow him. I believe he is Cheesehead Takes on yep. Twitter. He hosts the Lockdown Brewers show. You can follow them at LO Brewers. But that's our central crew. So we'll be... I'm uh I don't know about you guys. I've dropped down to about like maybe three episodes a week if I can come up with some stuff. Um, I'm not trying to push out too much content, but we are desperate for it after a, a rough season for all of our teams, and we're hoping for maybe an exciting off season. So stick around for lockdown uh, with lockdown for more updates and hopefully an exciting off season. Who knows with COVID involved, but maybe something fun, right? We'll Absolutely, see how it goes. it'll be fun.
All right. Well, thanks for sticking around, guys. Appreciate we all working here. We appreciate everyone tuning in to listen. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll be right back.